buckle up your pant legs, zip up your hats, and coat up your journals. It's time for Sounds About Light, a podcast about Kingdom Hearts recoded. I'm Sam. I'm Drew. Why do you sound so dejected? Well, it's because it's not really me. It's it's Data Drew. Um, oh, no. And Data Drew just doesn't have um, all the experiences that regular Drew has. And so that's just making me kind of sad. You keep getting replaced. Uh, yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, appropriate for a, for a Kingdom Hearts podcast. There's so many versions of you. Yeah, they've been uh, druided, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I, anyway, yeah, yeah, I don't know. This, I, I, I was apprehensive about the data stuff last time, and I don't feel much different about it yet. See, I'm really excited to talk about this because I think there might be a gas leak in my house, mm. or maybe there's like black mold uh, in my skull. Okay, because I really liked it. Okay. But I know I'm wrong. That's the thing. I know that I'm wrong to feel that way. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm i curious to find out what you liked, because I feel like there's not a lot going on. But we, we'll, we can talk I mean, about it. I mean, the first time I watched this, I, I probably said this last week, I was falling asleep. I was so bored. I was so angry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But I don't know. It just, I found it delightful this time. I don't know. Okay. Well, I'm excited to hear why you think it's delightful. Yeah, I'm excited to air out my wrong opinions and hear your correct ones. Okay, that sounds good. Uh, But first we have, uh, it's the Apology of the Week. (laughs) I completely forgot about all of the Birth by Sleep secret bosses. (laughs) Yeah, there's not a lot going on here, it doesn't seem like. There's not, although one of them is canon. Okay. And it's not Monstro. Oh, so Terra didn't kill a whale? No, because Monstro exists in Kingdom Hearts 1. Oh, okay. Yeah. But, you know, it's like Terra said at the end of his story in Birth by Sleep, one day I will return to this land and I will kill that fucking whale. Well, maybe the whale in um, Kingdom Hearts is Zonstrom, uh, which is Monstro's uh, nobody. Maybe Terra beat Monstro, and then in a future game, we're going to have to deal with the lingering whale. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, you say that like it's a joke, but it, it might be real. <laughs> well, let's let's talk quickly about the Birth by Sleep secret bosses in order from least lore to most lore. Mm-hmm. Uh, Monstro is just pure novelty. I think you like Huck exploding barrels at him. That's that. I have nothing to say about yeah. Monstro. I think like in the video you sent, the person like hucked a barrel, and I get got the feeling you're probably supposed to like do that a couple times and jump on his face a couple times and be, and fight him. But that but person why do just that? did like a huh? Why do that though? Yeah, why do that when you can just do one giant spell and destroy it? Mind Square is a powerful ability. Uh, yeah. Monstro, whatever. Uh, the next one is No Heart, which is, it's the same armor that Xemnas was wearing in Kingdom Hearts 2. Okay. Uh, he's sitting in Ericus's chair at the Land of Departure. He summons a Wall of Darkness with the Chode equivalent of Xehanort's no-name Keyblade. <laughs> Did you like that weird stubby Keyblade? <laughs> That's quite the way to describe it, but yeah. Why did they I'm, do that? Yeah, it, uh, well, he, uh... 
I guess it, maybe it's a hardware limitation. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but you have to fight this weird, short, stubby no-name. Uh, and when you beat it, then you fight the actual armor who's fighting with the Keyblade normal style. That's that. Yeah. Any comments on that one? It looks cool. Um, it does look cool. And I wasn't sure if it was the the same armor, so I, I wrote, it's kind of like Throne Zenmus. But then it is he, the exact same armor. Yeah. Because the difference is this time he doesn't just fight while in a chair. He does get up and start. <laughs> yeah. Start Which fight. is pretty cool. It is cool. I've, yeah. I've never fought any of these bosses, but I imagine that that's probably a very exciting moment when you're like, oh, it's like the Zen. What? Yeah, because he's like doing anime, like he's moving so fast he disappears stuff. And um, yeah, it looked hard. Yep. Uh, the next one is, I think this one might be canon and actually exist, but it's not really important. It's called yeah. the Vanitas Remnant. It's basically an unversed that looks like Vanitas. It's black and white Vanitas, but with the unversed symbol on his helmet. Yeah, it's it's a Vanitas recolor. Um, it's kind of like a Vanitas cross Venom fan uh, art oh, type yeah. thing. Um, it's the Vanitas symbiote. Right. It looks cool, though, I, but... It, it does. I've heard this is widely considered one of the worst uh, boss fights in all of Kingdom Hearts. He did look harder than normal Vanitas, which is pretty tough, I think. So, yeah. Yeah. Does make me happy with my decision never to fight any of these guys. Uh, the next one is not canon, but it is arguably more important than Vanitas Remnant, which is the Armor of Ericus. Yeah, th this was cool. But yeah, I definitely wrote. <laughs> it's funny you mentioned that it's not canon because my question was like, "Is this canon? Did, did Ericus's will also go into his armor?" So I'm kind of no, glad to I, hear that that's not real because that feels like that's too many lingering wills at a certain point. <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, Monstro, No Heart, and Armor of Ericus are all in the Mirage Arena. Yeah. Whereas Vanitas Remnant and the next one are actually in the world that you have to find. Um, okay. Oh, because Mirage Arena is like virtual training or something, supposedly. Something like that. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, the armor of Ericus, it's his Keyblade armor. It's cool to see. It's got the, it uses the like golden chains of light that we've seen before, uh, but it uses them in ridiculous ways. Like it's tearing huge chunks out of the ground and swinging them around <laughs> and teleporting around like Goku or Mickey. Yeah, it, again, cool fight. Like, I, it it did look... This one also looked hard, but all these are cool fights, even if they don't seem to really matter. I do like that it uh, implies that maybe maybe he was holding back quite a bit when he fought Terra. He probably didn't really want to kill his son. Maybe he was holding back against his pupil, who he loves like a son. Yeah, but <laughs> Terra's not going to do that. No. <laughs> The final, the final battle, the one that is really and truly canon, is, it's just called Unknown, much like uh, Xemnas was in Kingdom Hearts 1. Uh, this is, if you go back to the Land of Departure after defeating the Vanitas Remnant, a man in a black coat sort of phases into existence behind you. That You can fight him as all three of the characters. Yeah, this uh, is, this is like, very similar to when, because Sora can do this in Kingdom Hearts 1, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and yeah, he doesn't He doesn't say anything. He just summons these two sort of blue laser dagger things and attacks you. Uh, when you beat him, he sort of starts flickering in and out of existence, and then he vanishes for real. 
and he, uh, or or you rather, you unlock a Keyblade called No Name, which is the same name as Xehanort's Keyblade, but this one's very different. It's, uh, oh, I don't know if you, it would have been in the video, no, right? No, I saw Did it. It's, the got the, it's got the eye and the hilt still and all that stuff. It's, like, got sort of a gears and, like, clock motif. Uh, the blade itself is one of his daggers, which is pretty cool. Yeah. No, it's a, it's pretty, it's a good, it's a good looking Keyblade. Um, yeah, I had to, so is this Zenmus? It seems like it's Zenmus. Uh, I'm not going to answer who this is. Okay. But I have registered your guess. Because, yeah, I mean, he's doing lightsaber stuff like Zenmus, and, I mean, time is pretty weird in these games, so I'm like, well, Zenmus shouldn't exist yet, I don't think. Although, Xehanort did, like, unlock his own heart to get into, uh... Terra. So maybe that created like a proto Zenmus or something. I don't know. Hmm. Interesting theory. Yeah. No comment. Okay. Uh, but yes, this this fight is canon. This did actually happen. Uh, I will also say in uh, real life. Um, I will also <laughs> say, by all accounts, this is far and away the worst boss fight in all of Kingdom Hearts. I I've watched a few people fight this guy. It looks just awful. It looks like you just get hurt. It looks like you just get hurt. He hits you, like, once, and it's just, like, a 15-second combo that does all of your health, and there's no way to get out of it. Yeah, the I think he can, like, scatter your command deck around yeah, the he, field. Yeah, he, he can. You gotta pick up your command deck. Um, yeah, the person fighting him had, I think, like, <laughs> his, his his their lineup was just, like, all Kuragas, and then, um, like, one move, and that was it. Yes, you just need to be what I've always... I've always heard that the way you beat this guy is you just make alternating Kiraga, and then I think it's Thunder Surge, and you just alternate those basically for the entire fight, and eventually you'll either get lucky and win, or you won't. Fun. Yeah. Not, doesn't sound very good, doesn't look very fun, glad I've never fought this guy, I hope I never do. That's it for the secret bosses from Birth by Sleep. They seem pretty bad. I mean, they seem cool. I don't know. I'm a weirdo that likes a tough bo- boss fight, so they, they kind of interest me. Um, there are some really fun secret bosses that are really challenging in uh, Kingdom Hearts 3, specifically the Remind DLC, mm. but these ones just look bad. <laughs> they do look tough, yeah. I mean, I think it's one... I mean, the thing about the combat system in Birth by Sleep is it's, like, so deep that I I, I feel like you can probably break the game pretty badly, if you really put your mind into it, but it's also well. That's that's what that's what kind of bothers me is by all accounts you can break the game by not putting your mind to it, but just by equipping Thunder Surge and Kiraga. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, apparently. Uh, shall we get into coded? Sure. All right. We are of course watching the recoded movie from the HD collection. I have not bothered to go through. Uh, actual footage of the playable version like I did for days because I didn't think it would be worth it. And I'm probably right. What is the gameplay like? So that's an interesting question because everyone that I've heard who has played Recoded says that it's actually one of the most fun in the series. Hmm. It it does some interesting stuff where it's like every Disney World has kind of a different sort of central mechanic to it. Like Traverse Town, I think there's like a side-scrolling platformer. Hmm. Uh, I think that Alice in Wonderland is like a mystery setting. 
uh, more like an adventure game. And I'm pretty sure that, uh, what is it? Oh, uh, Olympus Coliseum is a, is a full on turn based RPG. Oh, weird. That is yeah, cool. So they were, they were like mixing it up in, in interesting ways. Oh, so like doing a fun thing with it, like being a digital world. So it's like a bunch of video games. Okay. That's cool. Sure. All right. Yeah. People, people that I know who have played it actually really like it. Um, I hated it when I watched it the first time, but then I sat down to watch it and I had fun and I was confused and scared. Yeah, I've definitely played games that um, I like the gameplay and then the story sucks. So, you know, it's, <laughs> <laughs> it could be one of those. Hey, what are you saying? Oh, nothing. We start with a uh, flashback of Sora promising to be friends with Naminé, and then we go into the simple and clean opening. This is where I started liking it again, and I'm surprised, because I thought that this opening was doing something interesting, because it's a montage of Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2, but chronologically, it's splicing in clips from Birth by Sleep, Chain of Memories, and Days, and whenever it splices those clips in, they're really, like, fast and glitchy, and then it gets back to the stuff that we know from 1 and 2, which I think is an interesting way of showing these sort of detached, inaccessible memories that Sora is carrying. I thought that was kind of clever. Oh, because he's, he's carrying them because he has other people's hearts in his heart? Yeah, basically. Like, we... We see, like, just the tiniest, glitchiest flash of, like, Axel on the clock tower. Oh, and yeah. we, like, as Sora at the end of, or at the very beginning of Chain of Memories, like, as he approaches Castle Oblivion, it just gets glitchier and glitchier. Then they, like, open the door and it just, like, skips to him coming out of the pod. I was like, that's cool. I like that. That is cool. I have a thought here about another thing that is cool, which is uh-huh. the, the Matrix. The Matrix is very cool. And uh-huh. Now, if, what made you think of the Matrix? <laughs> because of all the digital symbols flying all over the place and during this cutscene. Like, you think that all of the uh, ones and zeros flying all over the place might have been inspired by something? Maybe, yeah. You think that this game is basically Kingdom Hearts Matrix? I do think this game is maybe Kingdom Hearts Matrix, but unfortunately, I really like the Matrix and I don't like this very much. Well, hopefully that means that we'll get to see some really sick stunts for Mickey. Now, if Sora puts on a trench coat and sunglasses and starts doing side flips while shooting a gun, maybe I'll be into it, but we'll see. Mm, well, you're going to really like everything else that happens in this game. Oh, cool. Because it's mainly that. Uh, <laughs> the final shot of the opening is uh, the the point in the Kingdom Hearts 2 ending where Kyrie sort of becomes nominee for a second but right as that happens, it fades to black and puts the logo up over her face so we can't see her, which I did think she did get slightly Mike wazowski Oh, thank God. I We almost saw a lady for a second. <laughs> well, I think it's more about Sora not remembering her, but... <laughs> yeah, I know. I just... We gotta get those girls out of here. Uh... Now, this is uh, interesting, because speaking of characters who are not usually allowed to do much, this is very Jiminy-heavy. Yeah, a lot, of, a lot of Jiminy Cricket. I didn't recognize the voice at first, and I was like, oh, it's Jiminy, my friend. Yeah, I think the old Jiminy uh, passed away between games, oh, but we, okay. we do get some Jiminy opening narration, reflecting on his journeys with Sora and friends, and... Oh, gosh, how happy I was to be able to come along with these nice young men. Uh, and he he wonders about his first journal. He's like, I, I took all these notes in it, 
And then next thing I knew, it, it was empty, and it just said, thank nominee, and I have no idea who that is. I, I had to start Sora's murder tally all over again. I have no <laughs> idea how many people he killed before I before the journal got erased. <laughs> Very good news for Sora. We're yeah. just going to forget about all that stuff. Yeah, he killed most of them after that first journal, though. That's true. He I, he did kill Oogie Boogie. It's, yeah, he came back. That was his first blood. He's fine now. Yeah, except then Sora killed him again. Well, yeah. Um, so Jiminy says, before we close this book for good, I want to investigate what happened with, with it. And he's going through it one day, and he sees a new mysterious entry that appeared out of nowhere in the back of the journal that says, Their hurting will be mended when you return to end it. This is a poetry-heavy game. It sure is. Poetry and Jiminy Cricket. <laughs> Jiminy's mad about this because he's like, I don't write cryptic shit like that. That's, that's, <laughs> I, I would never write poetry. Who's been vandalizing my journal again? <laughs> uh, he goes to Disney Castle. We get uh, my favorite shot in the entire game, probably, which is Mickey at his desk in the library and Jiminy standing on the desk next to him and his tiny, tiny, tiny journal in front of Mickey. I, 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 love, love, any... this, I love getting to see how small the journal is. That's good. Yes. It's so rare that we get to see it not as a menu screen, mm-hmm. so getting to see it to scale was very, very, very good to me. I mean, it's good. I'm glad the cricket doesn't have a journal bigger than him. It's, this, this is good. This is this is realism, and I like this part. Yeah, speaking of which, we do get some great shots of Jiminy trying to type on a, on a computer keyboard <laughs> later. Um, so Mickey says, well, whoever is hurting, we should help them. And he says... And, all right, and we're off. He says, the words may be gone, but that doesn't mean the journal is empty. Yeah, it so does. So Chip and Dale... Yeah, it does, Mickey. I can look at so it. So Chip and Dale build a silly computer that shoots the journal with a laser and digitizes it. Sam, I got a question for you. Yes? What are computers in Kingdom Hearts? Well, you know, basically, have you ever um, seen The Matrix? I have. I have seen The Matrix. I really like The Matrix. They're kind of like The Matrix. Okay. No, I kind of meant more like, are computers... This is probably just something that would never be answered in Kingdom Hearts, but like... (laughs) Are computers, like, in this world, is this like a... Is it really just like magic being, like, I don't know, enchanted into, like, a device? Or is it just a fucking computer that can do whatever you want? I think it's a computer, and also, I think that, you know, in, in Twilight Town, Pence was there, and he was like, oh, I'm good with computers, I can help hack into Ansem's computer and get you into the digital world. I think this is what all the computers are like, even just a personal computer. Oh, you know what, and I realized, actually, we know the computers aren't inherently magic, because that's why Merlin had to help Sid. That's right, we do know that for a fact. So, it is just, they're just this good at computers. Okay. Yeah, I... We, uh, I mean, this is what I was saying last week, where Ansem is like, so I digitized my research and put it into Sora while he slept. And I'm like, okay, what does that mean? What are you talking about? I think that, I don't know why, because like, I'm like, I think the problem with Coded and the problem with all the computer stuff is that I think when you, when you... Insert something that's kind of grounded, like computers, into a story. Um, it gets harder for me to be okay with all the hand waving that happens. 
Because, like, <laughs> when stuff's just magic or mystical, I can be like, yeah, okay, like, whatever. Magic does what you need it to, and I can kind of be okay with that. But just all the stuff computers can do, I'm just like, what? why? Why can it do any of that? How, how did you figure this out? This seems like a single-use thing, but you just figured this out. How? And I shouldn't be bothered by that as much as I am, but I really am. Yeah. I think, really, if there's any way of just making it make sense i think i think it's gotta be just sort of centering it on tron because tron is a work of fiction in which it is possible for a computer to shoot you with a laser beam that digitizes you and brings you into a digital world yeah and we know that tron exists in kingdom hearts so i guess we just have to accept that that's just a thing that computers can do in in any world in kingdom hearts you know, it's Radiant well, Garden is not a Disney world. It's not Tron world. They just have the Tron computer in it. But why are computers so good at manipulating memories and stuff? <laughs> uh, because you can. Uh... Yeah, I mean, again, like, I don't know why. I, like, I, I don't I don't give Kingdom Hearts this hard of a time for anything else. But it just I'm just like, what? Why? Why this? Why didn't yeah, we just I like why didn't we just page master our way into the journal instead? <laughs> I would like that. I for some reason that's We did that for Hundred Acre Wood. And I don't know why and I don't know why I'm okay with that and I'm not okay with the computer doing it, but I just am. If they if this was a page master story, I'd be fine with it. I do think though, like, honestly, that idea could have worked just fine. If we like went to Merlin and we were like Merlin, you've got that book, uh, the Hundred Acre Wood book. Do you think you could find a way to take us into this book and see what secrets it hides? Like, yeah, I think if Merlin did it, I would be pretty readily able to accept this and just be like, oh, okay, they're going into the journal. Yeah, same. And I just, and again, I don't know why I don't accept it when it's a computer, <laughs> but it just seems, it just. It's just a little silly. It's because it's Mickey Mouse. It's Mickey Mouse and Jiminy Cricket. Jiminy Cricket and Chip and Dale and they're hackers now. Chip and Dale are hackers. Yes, it it is very odd to see Jiminy Cricket be like, oh gosh, fellas, it looks like there's something terrible happening in the datascape. Yeah. But I mean, I guess that is just Kingdom Hearts anyway. Like, you've just got Donald Duck saying like, we need to... Why did I say Donald Duck? I don't want to do his voice right now. You just got Goofy being like, Well, gosh, fellas, we gotta find Cloud Strife and help him beat Sephiroth. So it's like, I can accept that, but the computer stuff just feels like a bridge too far. Yeah, again, I think it's because computers ground it in a thing that is real that we have experience with. Right, I'm using one right now. I'm using one right now. I'm using one right now, and everything. Like, I don't have a keyblade, but I do have a computer, and I think that's what makes it so tough. Although, I guess I'm not really one to criticize because I took all my notes while I watched it, and I did digitize myself and jump into my text editor, um, so that I can talk to my notes personally. Yeah, so maybe, maybe we're not so different, Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, and I. but that's just technology, and like your notes <laughs> hadn't disappeared yet; they were still there. So of course, you could run around in them. Right, but if I if I accidentally deleted my notes and then I digitized right. myself, then it would be unacceptable. Yeah, there'd be nothing there. I think um, 
Well, I, I do have something to say about that, not to defend it. I God, please don't anyone think that I'm defending this game. I think that <laughs> I really think that where I'm coming from is because this is my second time watching it and I I knew what it would be going into it. I think that I'm kind of just like, yeah, all right. And then because because I'm not really too bothered about it because I just have I've just come to terms with it, I guess. I'm just enjoying it for what it is. Um, but I do acknowledge that I'm wrong. I mean, again, I don't know what it is about myself that I don't accept this stuff. I just don't. I don't I don't like it. Well, we're gonna have to, and here we go. Chip and Dale build a silly computer, they digitize the journal. I think the idea is and I think you know, again, not to defend it, but I I never really was too bothered by this in the first place because I do kind of get what they're getting at, I I think, which is like the words were erased, but the information now this doesn't make any sense. Well the Obviously, the events that happened happened. I mean, there was something about nominee erasing people's memories that literally erased records of what had happened. Mm-hmm. Um, but then she did put a lot of those memories back into Sora, and they didn't come back into the journal. Yeah, I guess. Okay, well, here we go. I, I we're gonna have to do this. We there's been a a long standing precedent in Kingdom Hearts, which is that things that do not literally have hearts can have some kind of heart. Right. If if the Hundred Acre Wood as a fictional world can have a heart, then the memories that have been put into this journal can give it a sort of heart. Oh, so it's like the importance that Jiminy puts into his journals imbued it with like a spirit kind of... Um, and, just I, yeah, the and, the meaning of it, I guess, is what matters, and it's in that sense we can say that what Namine said about Sora's heart of like I disconnected the memories, but they're still in there. So we got can also be seen as applying to the journal. So we gotta blockchain these memories back together in this computer. I feel like I need. I feel like I deserve to be hit with a hammer right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, I think I think that's right, but this is my job. Y- yeah, I have to do this. Okay, yeah. Are well, we, are this you, is are this getting, is my role. Are this you getting, is my job. Are you getting paid? I'm not getting paid. No. Okay. <laughs> this is this is my duty, my task. I see. Okay. This is the weight that I carry with me every day. Uh, <laughs> uh, anyway, they do digitize the journal, whether we like it or not, which we don't. Uh, and on the screen, we see like pictures of all the Kingdom Hearts worlds except Tarzan. Uh, which <laughs> confirms that even if the words were erased, the contents of the journal are still there in some way. But, uh-oh, it's full of bugs! Ah! Eh, eh, eh. Red blocks detected. Beep, boop, beep, boop. And we're off, folks. <laughs> Goofy says, Well, Gorsh, is it possible for someone to fix the data from the inside? And Chip and Dale say, Well, what if, what if there's someone that would have been recorded and written about in the journal who could fight the problems for us. Are you thinking what I'm thinking? I don't know how you would be. <laughs> <laughs> well, they all agree that there's only one person for the job, and it's Data Sora. Yeah, okay. 
Um, Data Sora is an interesting character, whether you like it or not. There are some things that I actually really, really like about what they do with Data Sora. I like that we get to see the old character model for Sora. Uh-huh. That's fun. We get to challenge Haley Joel Osment to try to make his voice higher again. <laughs> Do that. I mean, I, I, you know, I actually am not against, like, the virtual reproduction of Sora mm-hmm. gaining its own sentience or whatever. It is just confusing, um, like, about how people exist inside of this journal. Uh-huh. Because, like, a journal is a bunch of events, right? So, like, Sora should be all over in the journal, but apparently he's only in one place at once. I don't really understand uh, how any of that works. I think that that's more a consequence of the digitizing of the journal. Mm. So I I think the idea is that they've basically created a world out of the information that's in the journal. So it's like, this Sora is a reconstruction of the idea of Sora that was written down. Which is why, like, events can play out differently because... We're not seeing just the recorded facts of what happened. Right. We're seeing a sort of simulation of worlds that are based in what was written about. If that makes sense, I'm so sorry. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I'm so tired. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So... Donald and Goofy uh, wonder what it means for this to be a data Sora, and Mickey says he's the same Sora that we know, just another version of him. And Chip and Dale program him to have the power to use the virtual Keyblade. Um, well, I don't know why they have to do that, but they do. Yeah, I guess I guess it's because we're kind of starting from square one, like before Sora had the Keyblade. I don't know. Mickey, I need blades. Lots of blades. <laughs> Uh, an alarm starts going off in the library and Chip and Dale run out the door to fix whatever it is somewhere else. Uh, <laughs> and after they're gone, uh, the alarm stops going off and Jiminy points to the screen and there's a, a guy in a black coat staring at Sora. And Jiminy says, well, that's weird. I never wrote about anything like that in the journal. How's that? Where's, where'd he come from? Yeah, there's just, there's a coat man in here. And he, he just sort of silently walks away and Mickey's voice tells Sora to follow him uh sora of course data sora i'm i'm just gonna call him sora sora is like who are you and mickey's like don't worry about it and he's like all right (laughs) yep uh mickey uh is tank on the comms for for matrix for the matrix you know um (laughs) i guess to be fair this is literally what happened in sora's actual dive to the heart at the beginning of kingdom hearts one is that mickey's voice was just telling him what to do (laughs) that's true it was unvoiced but he did he did tell him what to do uh, so Sora chases after him, but he's gone. He has a combat tutorial against some Heartless, and Mickey tells Sora, just be brave and keep your light burning strong. And he unlocks a door, and he appears in the Destiny Islands, which are covered in bugs! Ah! For anyone who doesn't know, who hasn't seen this, the bugs refer to big black and red blocks. I mean, just, oh no! They're just kind of there. Um, They're not doing anything. <laughs> They're just around. Sam, you have a computer job, right? I do. So, like, how much are you, you using your Keyblade to uh, to clean up bugs at your day-to-day? Um, it kind of varies. A lot of the time we won't really have that many incidents, but uh, when I'm on call, which unfortunately right now is all the time, 
uh, I would say maybe like once every couple of weeks, they'll digitize me and send me into the computers and I'll have to hit red and black bug blocks with my keyblade for usually just a couple hours. So it's not very often. Okay. All right. But it, it, I actually did today. So like when a website's down, it's because someone hasn't been in there hitting the blocks enough, right? Um, yeah, usually it's because someone needs to get digitized and hit the bug blocks, yeah. Okay, all right. Most of the time. Most of the time. Not always. Okay. Sometimes it's user error. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but usually it's not. It's usually this. <laughs> usually it's this. Okay, good to know. Uh, and Sora is just rolling with it. He's just like, hey, Mickey, who are you? How do we know each other? And Mickey's like, well... Let's just say that in another world, you and I are really good friends. And Sora's like, all right. And Mickey yeah, says, I mean, there's a... <laughs> it's nice to see Sora again just rolling with everything that's thrown his way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but Mickey says, there's a mystery that only you can help us solve. Will you do it? And he says, all right. Uh, <laughs> he, this is our first sort of like, uh, is it? Oh, yeah. This is where, uh, because in the game, obviously, you're doing stuff here. But they just skip over it by having Mickey narrate about what happens next. In second-person perspective, I think this is supposed to literally be the letter that Sora receives at the end of Kingdom Hearts 2. Oh, yeah. Okay. Which is fun, because Sora's just sitting there on the tree, reading this, like, endless letter that's just like, And then you asked Selfie and Waka about the blocks. They told you that there was something in the cave. After talking to your friends on the beach, you figured out that more mysterious blocks were popping up all over the island. Sora's like, wow, this sounds like a heck of, a, heck of an adventure. Yeah. Uh, uh, and he does, he does hear a rumor that Black Coat Guy is in the secret place, the cave. He goes in, but there's nothing there. And then the whole island shakes, and then we get another poem on the computer screen, which says... There's a road for the taking if you end our world's aching. Yeah, I don't know what any of this means yet. I do. It's something. Okay. I uh, have. I only have one guess about why any of this would matter. Why what would matter? Why anything happening in this game would matter. Oh, I thought you said Vanitas. I was like, what the No, hell? Why, why any of the things happening in this game would matter. I have one guess, which is... okay. You know, we got a lot of people stuck in hearts now. We know about that. And uh -huh. some of them aren't even remember. People don't even remember some of the people, like Shion. Uh -huh. And Ooh. so it's like, do we need to restore the this journal and the memories in this journal to help the people that have been, like, forgotten? That's the only thing I can think of that matters. Maybe that's... I, I don't know. I don't know why this is happening. <laughs> Uh, the reason that this is happening is because Nomura uh, had received uh, an, uh, an instruction from the higher-ups, which is, we want to have more spin-off games on more devices. So they partnered right. with uh, some phone company that we don't have in the United States, and they made uh, this game. Wait, when did, when did Coded come out? Like, not recoded. Oh, 2000, um, 2008? What? Is that right? That can't be right. So no, that's the no, that's original the mobile game. Yeah, the the app. I don't. I don't know years off the top of my head. It looks like you're looking at it right now. Uh, yeah. But the app was launched uh, sometime before because it was an episodic thing. So there was like a preview episode that was like a year before any actual content came out. Mm -hmm. So officially, the game 
released, quote unquote, before Birth by Sleep, but I think almost all of it came out after Birth by Sleep. So I'm looking, it's a 2007, um, so like the, yeah, the iron's hot, it's, 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 uh, eight years after The Matrix has come out, it's time, time for your big <laughs> Matrix game. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why this is one of the biggest hits in all of time. That's right. Uh, there's a great moment here because, oh, uh, I should say first, uh, Sora in the cave summons his keyblade and there's a bright flash of light. And when the light clears, cause it, it like blinds everyone in the computer room. And when it vanishes, the, the new entry is in the journal. There's a rope for the w- taking of you, blah, blah, blah. And black coat guy appears in the cave behind Sora and he says, uh, Sort of what Ansem said in in Kingdom Hearts 1, but it's a little different. He says, this world has been connected, now stand tied, which it seems like a confusing uh, sentence. And that's because it turns out that there's like four words missing that we'll get later. I don't know why they thought this was good. (laughs) Uh, But he repeats the line, there's a road for the taking if you end our world's aching. And Sora literally says, what am I supposed to do with that? (laughs) Thank you, Sora. Uh... I'm curious, we will find out who this is later in this episode. Did you clock the voice immediately? I Yeah. Uh, well, no. Uh, no, it's after the next time we see him that I figured it out. Yeah, I, I actually, the, they, the voice was different enough that I didn't quite recognize it originally either. But, so kudos to unspecified voice actor. Yeah. I won't say who it is yet. Um... But he tells Sora to find the keyhole, and he leaves. And the keyhole appears on the door, and Mickey says, Sora, use the keyblade on it. So he does. And he kind of flashes forward to the island falling to darkness. Everything's all busted up, etc. There's a data dark side that he fights. He just... This is one where they, like, actually animated the battle into a cutscene. So he just, like, hits it once on the head, and it just, like, disappears. Right. <laughs> Uh, and he gets sucked in the darkness, much like real Sora did. Um, this is where we get to see Jiminy jumping around on the keyboard. Yeah, we got Jiminy the hacker. Hey, why does Jiminy have the destruction of Destiny Island in his journal? He wasn't there. So that's another reason that I was saying, like, I think that they're suggesting that the journal itself has some kind of simulacrum of a heart because it seems to be connected to the hearts of people that Sora knows. And it has some memories that Sora and Jiminy and everyone else shouldn't have. And I feel really bad. I'm like kind of rough on books sometimes. I've been uh-huh. like, I've been like roughing up. Um, <laughs> what books did I read as a kid? I guess like the kid from holes that, that poor kid, I've, I gave him a hard time. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I I read my copy of Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix until it literally fell apart, and I don't feel bad about that. I one. did that to the indispensable Calvin and Hobbes. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Calvin. Sorry, Calvin. <laughs> uh, it's messed up that they're making Jiminy jump around on the keyboard. Mm-hmm. Why don't they just type for him? Uh, well, Mickey's a king, you see. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Jiminy is the lowest of the people in the room right now. <laughs> As the smallest, he must be. <laughs> He's the lowest on the <laughs> lowest on the totem pole. Uh, and there's a new entry that appears in the journal that says, there are more hurts than the one you have just undone. What? And 
how did we undo a hurt here? I don't really understand that. Was it getting rid of the bugs or? Yes. So this, yeah, I figured this probably wouldn't really come across just from watching this. Uh, I I have seen some of Kingdom Hearts Recoded actually played and it does make some of this make more sense. So the general structure of the game is you go to a world, you do some kind of little adventure that varies from world to world, um, and you then find the keyhole. You go inside of it, and it's like a little computer bleep bloop world where you fight manifestations of the bugs. Oh, okay. And then it usually ends with a boss fight against like some kind of data heartless, and then you come back out and all the bug blocks are gone. Okay. Yeah, that, 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 that sounds, was really that sounds not, neat. <laughs> yeah, that was really not communicated at all in this. No, yeah, it's just like, so Sora did the thing that he did, kinda, and then we're good now, but now it makes more sense. Okay. Yes, so Sora has cleaned up the blocks of the Destiny Islands, and yes, the journal says there are more hurts than the one you have just undone. And then we get a little, like you were saying, a, a cutscene that they shouldn't know about, which is... I think actually Zexion had told us about this in Chain of Memories is this is Riku's part in the destruction of the Destiny Islands. And we see him right. with Ansem, with, the, with dirty the brown sack. bag of a man. I'll say dirty sack Ansem, yeah. Uh-huh. And he he kind of smiles at Ansem and a corridor of darkness opens up behind him and he steps into it and it closes. And yeah, Jiminy's like, well, I never wrote about that. What the heck is going on here? What indeed? But but before we find out, and God knows if we ever will, uh, they they pick up Sora's signal in Traverse Town, whatever that means. And yeah, Sora wakes up. It's the same. It's the same cutscene where Pluto <laughs> slammed him against a wall. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, and Mickey tells Sora, "You did a great job." And Sora's like, "Yay!" Uh, I, I think that what happens here is we, we get another, like, Mickey narration. Sora meets Sid, who is sort of, like, looking after Huey, Dewey, and Louie. Mm-hmm. And they, they're they sort of impertinent little men, as we like to say on this podcast. Was that it? Not impertinent. What was it? Oh, um... What kind of little man was Mickey? <laughs> impetuous? Yes, that's right. They're, they're three impetuous little men. That's right. <laughs> Uh, so they sort of run off on their own to investigate the bugs, and Sora's job in in uh, Traverse Town is to help Sid track them down and bring them home. And each time, uh, each time he brings one home, they give him what's called a fragment of light, which I think is just in this world. It's basically you collect all of them and you make the keyhole. And we don't need we don't need to worry about that. It doesn't matter. Right. Um, but meanwhile, in the in the library, Donald and Goofy are reminiscing about how they met Sora here, and oh, that's this is also where we met Yuffie, Aerith, and Leon. And wait, was was Pluto there? I don't know if I knew that Pluto was there. Hey, wait, if if there's a data Pluto, does that mean that there's data versions of us? And Jiminy says, nope. Uh, it kind of felt like Jimmy's like, I don't, I don't know, Mickey. What do you? <laughs> he kind of hand waves away. He's like, there's bugs that are blocking a lot of things that should be in the datascape so yeah don't expect to see a donald and goofy (laughs) (laughs) don't expect for sora to get to fight alongside donald and goofy in this game no this is a single player experience i mean uh a solo a solitary experience right uh but 
they're they're all a little sad to know that Data Sora is going to be on his own, but Donald kind of perks up and says, don't worry about it, guys. Sora is a hero. And they say, that's right. We're all going to believe in Sora. Yeah, don't worry, guys. We don't have to do shit. The little boy will do it. <laughs> we'll just sit here watching and going, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no, his head came off. No. He got beat so bad. <laughs> um, Can you... <laughs> Can you, Can you remind make a me? New the, one? the last time Sora shot the keyhole is that when it, they had a really bright flash of light in their room too? Uh, no. Is that coming it was, up? It was before the keyhole showed up. It was before Black Coat Guy appeared in the cave when they got the bright flash of light in their room. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Just okay. Just clocking that. Okay. Because so that's when um, they ran off. Okay. Right. Yes. So. Then what happens? Uh, oh yeah, so Sora has all but one of these fragments of light, so he's he's just short of being able to make the keyhole, and he bumps into Black Coat Guy, and says, "You caused all these problems, you jerk!" But Black Coat Guy just says nothing. He just tosses Sora the final fragment that he needs, and he just walks away. And Sora puts the keyhole together, and he fights the Heartless and saves the place. Are these the blocks that are like little? They're like little. Tetris pieces or something. Yeah, yeah. They they actually made me think of the blocks from the Talos Principle, which is I think kind of appropriate actually. Oh uh, yeah. yeah. I was thinking of uh, I was thinking of Jiggies from Banjo Kazooie. Oh sure, yeah, <laughs> yeah, those two. Two very similar games. Yeah, the, yeah, same amount of like <laughs> brain power going into those games. Hey, I I really struggle with Gruntilda's evil quiz. I. You know what? I'm going to confess I haven't beaten a Banjo-Kazooie. <laughs> Me either. Oh, okay. <laughs> of the I don't quiz. know if I've beaten a single N64 game in my life. Uh, I beat Perfect Dark. I know that. Uh, games used to be too hard for me. Yeah, they they were hard. Or I was a child. So Sora beats the boss, uh, but the bugs don't disappear yet. And Sora says, Mickey, what's going on? And Mickey says, don't worry, Sora. Your power should be enough to clear them now that the Heartless is gone. And Sora says, I have a power? And Mickey says, yes, you can lock the keyhole. And he does. And the bugs disappear. And Mickey says, great job, Sora. You're great. You're epic. And Sora says, that's cool. But what's up with Black Coat Guy? Hmm. Hmm. If only we'll know very soon. If only it was really, really, really stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Uh... Similar to last time, the journal shows them another scene that they shouldn't have in the journal, uh, which is, uh, it's while Sora is teaming up with Donald and Goofy for the first time, Pluto is in the background sniffing around, and he walks around a corner, and there's a corridor of darkness, and he runs into it. Because he's evil. Because he's the villain. Because he's evil. Even This is actually, I thought this was kind of interesting, because... I never really put this together. Ah, oh, shit. I can't remember if it's lore that we already know. It's not a spoiler for me to say this, but we learn at some point, and I can't remember if it already happened, that um, when worlds fall to darkness, the realm between gets really unstable, and corridors of darkness tend to just open up spontaneously. Oh, so I think that's what's going on here is because so many worlds were falling to darkness at the beginning of Kingdom Hearts 1. I think that's the explanation for how Pluto was getting from place to place is that these corridors were just popping open and he just walked into them menacingly and evilly. And his heart is so strong he can run through there, I guess. Well, dogs don't have hearts. 
Oh, okay. Okay, okay. Goofy's a guy. We know this. True. Goofy is a guy. He's a, he's Mr. Geef. Goofy is a guy with weird prosthetics. <laughs> oh, that's that's horrible. <laughs> that's why he's married to a human woman. I don't like to think about that. Well, let's move on then. Okay. I take it back. It's okay. not true. I'm sorry. Thank you. Uh, so Goofy wonders, is the journal trying to tell us something? And then Heartless appear in the library. <gasps> no! Uh... Mickey, tr- Mickey starts fighting him off and he says, okay... I'm going to I'm going to go leave the library and check on the rest of the castle, but the door won't open. <gasps> and there's a new entry in the journal that says undo the hurt to unbar the way. And Mickey says, "Well, I guess we'll keep playing Kingdom Hearts coded. I guess we'll keep watching the computer." <laughs> uh Sora appears in Wonderland next and Mickey sort of reiterates, "I think our best hope is to just keep working with Sora on, on fixing the journal." And he, he kind of catches Sora up on what's happening on their end. Uh, and Sora says, well, that's fine. Happy to help. He's a little, he's a little gloomy though, because he's like, I keep going from world to world. I make all these new friends and then I just get shuffled off to the next one. Aww. But, but he's like, you know what? That's, that's okay, Mickey. I know you're here for me and I'll, I'll do whatever I can to help you because you've helped me. So we're pals that is sad to think actually the data sora doesn't get data donald and goofy so he doesn't have any friends with him when he's, he's going around Mickey. yeah it's not the same though yeah but uh this is i think the moment where i realized that i was enjoying this because i think i had said before that kingdom hearts coded is a bunch of rehashes and this was where i realized it's not rehashes this is just its own little story where sora gets to interact with alice in wonderland no you're right it is different i just don't know if it's good (laughs) (laughs) i actually liked it quite a bit i think for me it was like i don't know like alice is just not really present in kingdom hearts one you talk to her very briefly when you get there but like sora doesn't become friends with alice that's true yeah i mean i guess i'm being ungrateful because it's doing the thing that i'm always asking you to do which is like do something that isn't just your movie or whatever but um. yeah and i think i think this is what i was saying about like me going into it knowing what it would be i found myself able to enjoy it where i absolutely didn't the first time because the first time i was like yeah yeah it's alice in wonderland whatever we've done this before but rewatching it i was like this is actually it's actually its own thing like we're not doing the thing where the queen is like oh you tried to steal my heart alice isn't in a cage um, what happens is Sora rescues Alice from some heartless, uh, and he introduces herself, but she says, I'm sorry, I don't remember my own name. And the Cheshire cat pops up and says, everyone here has amnesia. And he thinks that it's probably the bugs. I mean, obviously he says this in a, Ch- in a Cheshire cat type of way. <laughs> yeah. He says it like in the most annoying way you could possibly say it. That's right. Her mind is oh so fuzzy, much like me. What are you saying? Sora mentions the keyhole. He says, oh, have you seen the keyhole? And Alice says, oh, I think I did see one, but I just can't remember. And the Cheshire Cat says, and I, I I can't do Jim Cummings' voice justice, but I'll do my best. Perhaps an inkling could get her thinkling. (laughs) Which I did like. Uh, is this the only place we're going to run into Inklings, or is this going to be around for the rest of the game? Yeah, so like the Fragment of Light in Traverse Town, 
this is this is just this world's thing is okay. everyone here has amnesia and Sora is collecting inklings. Got it. Okay. And they're just sort of like these glowing balls of light and Sora collects some and he he gives them to Alice and she's like, "Oh, I I'm Alice. That's right, right." And he's like, "Okay, I'll find some more of these and I'll help you remember everything." Uh and Black Coat Guy is watching them, and he says, this is, uh, we hear his voice again. Do you, you recognized it now? I did recognize it at this point, yeah. He says, that's right, Sora, just keep sorting it out, and you'll put an end to the hurt. And Sora says, what are you talking about? But Black Coat Guy is gone. And yes, I, I think we can say at this point, he sounds quite a bit like Mr. David Gallagher. Like, like Cool Guy Riku. Cool Guy Riku. Yeah, I, I... I was like, and that makes sense, because I was like, man, it shouldn't be Zenmus or any of the, you know, Organization 13 people, but we do know somebody else that has a cool black coat, and that's Riku. It's Riku. Uh, meanwhile, in the library, Jiminy, he's thinking about these inklings and about memory loss and stuff like this, and he he pulls out his Kingdom Hearts 2 journal, and he's like, oh, we, we heard about Nomine, a witch who changes memories. I wonder if this Nomine might have something to do with whatever's happening here. Yeah, because we uh, the journal said, thank Nomine in it. Thank Nomine, and then all this stuff starts happening. What's going on? What does Nomine have to do with it? Uh, Sora catches up with Alice and dumps a bunch of <laughs> inklings onto her. Eat up. Uh, she chows down, and she says, oh my god, that's right. I was I was in the forest or whatever. I saw a, a white rabbit with a stopwatch or a pocket watch rather, and I I chased it and I fell down the rabbit hole. And the Cheshire Cat was here and he told me to go to the Queen's Castle and that's where I saw the keyhole. I did like hearing Alice describe her actual story. <laughs> yeah, it's not bad. I am sad that we don't. You know, I, I I was on the record being disappointed that Sora didn't shove the key into the keyhole's mouth last time <laughs> and i'm um, just putting it back on the record data sora should have done that too yeah we also very much glossed over it in chain of memories but he didn't do it there either nope uh i don't yeah i don't think the door is even in this r.i.p nope, um nope not even in it but yeah I, again i i think i think alice is such a such a nothing character in kingdom hearts one that i did find it kind of refreshing to see her actually feel like a character at all yeah, that's nice, I guess. I think I'm just... <laughs> I think I was just in a bad mood. <laughs> uh, I mean, that is exactly where I was the first time I watched this. Yeah. Uh, maybe you need to just watch it twice. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, watch they couldn't... Watch twice, they, then you'll like it more. They couldn't go the other way, for sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, she thanks Sora for helping her get her memories back, and she takes him to the castle... Um, I think I think uh, Riku watches again and says, like, the road to true memories lies within that keyhole in the door's mouth if you stick the keyblade into it. That's right. But you, we can't, can't show you... Can't you see I'm not... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this would be a good video game if that happened. <laughs> um, they They go to the castle. The Queen of Hearts is here. She's, you know, being the Queen of Hearts. She's very pissed off and immediately orders a trial for them stealing her memory uh sora like leaps to alice's defense and says no she didn't do anything it was the bugs and the queen goes so you admit to using an army of insects that's good i like that 
They get surrounded by the cards. Uh, Alice says, Sora, the keyhole is in the birdcage up there. And Sora uh, protects her and fights off the cards. He goes into the keyhole. He fights a boss. We don't see any of that, but he does. Did the queen have more than one combat bark this time around? (laughs) Almost certainly not. (laughs) Get them, you fools! Isn't it off with his head over and over again? No, it's it's get them, it you just fools. Get them, you fools. Okay, all right. Yeah, believe me, I've heard it enough times. I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, again, the the journal more hurts than the one you just sent on. Uh, Sora, he confronts Black Coat Guy Riku. I can't remember where this is. Is this just back in Wonderland? Uh, I think. Uh, yeah, I believe so. He confronts him and says, "Hey, are you behind these bugs?" And Riku says, this world has been connected. Memory and reality now stand tied, and it's time for you to learn the truth. Again, I don't know why he said that last time, just with three words missing. Right, yeah. I also don't really know if I know what memory and reality now stand tied means. Well, I think I know because of the next thing that happens. Okay. Oh, right. Oh, I forgot. Anyway, (laughs) wasn't thinking of it that way. Yeah. Uh... He leaves and, uh, oh yeah, he goes through a corridor of darkness and Mickey says, Sora, you gotta go after him. Uh, we go to the library. They're like wondering who this guy is. Could he be with the organization? Who knows? And then suddenly there's a banging on the door and Goofy says, that must be Chip and Dale. They're really good at banging really hard on the door. With their, with their huge fists. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, but the door bursts open and it's Data Sora. I didn't see this coming. No, I certainly didn't either. What do you think of it? What do I think of this? Yeah. Uh, um, I think this is weird, just like it was in um, Kingdom Hearts 2, where apparently Diz also had a computer inside a computer. <laughs> That's true, he did. It is good to know, though, that if I get sucked into the computer world... I can just keep playing Baldur's Gate 3 and I don't have to <laughs> don't have to do other computer world stuff. Have you been playing Baldur's Gate 3? I have been, yeah. Is it good? Yeah, I think so. That's what everyone's saying. I haven't checked it out yet. Yeah, I'm still in the first act, but someday I'll be out of it. Uh anyway, I I I wanted to know if it's good, but I also can't contribute to that conversation, so I'm just going to move on. Fair enough. <laughs> uh and yeah, they I like that Sora, because, you know, Data Sora has no idea what he is. He doesn't understand that he's a computer version of his real self. So he just sees them and is like, oh, that voice. You must be Mickey, right? Why are you guys so weirded out? (laughs) Yeah, it's just me, Sora. Why are you guys freaking out about me being here? They, like, look up at the computer monitor and see themselves on it. And they're like, well, that's no good. I love that apparently that's been on there the whole time. They just didn't notice. Is that right? Well, is that, I mean, or I guess, is it following Sora and that's why it's showing them now? I think it's following Sora. Okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, And Black Coat Guy appears in the room with them and he digitally, datally takes off his hood. I don't know why he doesn't just pull the hood off, but. Uh, Well, he was never given that animation. I guess not. Jiminy never actually saw someone take their hood off. That's true. Uh, (laughs) Right. But he's Riku, which we already kind of said, but... Yeah. Data Riku explains, and here we go. 
Data Riku explains, I'm not the real Riku, I'm just ones and zeros that happen to look like someone you know in your world. The memories in the journal, previously, and he's talking about what happened in Chain of Memories, the memories in the journal had been pulled apart. When they were stitched back together, they were corrupted, and that's the bugs. And I was chosen as a vessel to protect the memories in the journal. Who chose you? So... Once again, I think we have to accept that the Data World journal itself has a heart, because I think that what this means is that when they digitized the journal, the journal as a being must have been given some kind of digital heart slash consciousness slash something, and said, well, Sora's going to be going on this adventure, so who better to protect the memories of the journal that I am than Riku? So Data Riku, in much the same way that Data Sora was picked as an avatar of sorts for Mickey and friends, Data Riku is the avatar of the journal itself. Mm. He says, I contain the full memories of the journal. I exist to shield them from corruption. In that sense, I am an embodiment of the journal itself. I guess you could say, I am the journal. Okay. Yeah, it was the word chose that gave me a hard time. But I suppose if the journal can choose, then that makes sense. Kind of. That's really generous of you to say. Mm-hmm. I mean, Riku is Jiminy's journal. <laughs> and you're just okay with that? Not, No, I'm not. But I'm just <laughs> saying that I can follow the line of logic you're putting down. That's all. That's, I mean, that feels like a huge success on my part because this is absolute madness. <laughs> yeah, it is. I was, I mean, I was hoping it was going to be like, oh, no, Ansem the Wise did it or something. Nope. Okay. The journal did it. Journal did it. I think... I think. I don't know. Ansem did have that big old data gun. Yeah, the gun that he killed himself with. Yeah. So if anybody was doing dumb stuff with data, it would have been him. (laughs) As it turns out, many people are doing dumb stuff with data. Oh, no. That's true. You know what? That's true of our world as well. (laughs) The dumbest people have the most data. And some of them kind of are going to blow themselves up with a giant data gun, I think. Oh, my God, please. Yeah. (sighs) <sighs> anyway, <laughs> I'll, I'll fantasize about that later. Sure. Um, so, yes, Riku reveals that he was the one who imported them all in here to help solve the mystery. Uh, Chip and Dale managed to get in contact with them from the real world, and Goofy's like, well, I guess that must be true then. I guess so. I think I would have probably accepted it when I was face-to-face with Data Sora. Right, that was the biggest clue. Um, But Mickey says, Riku, is there any way we can get back home? And an alarm starts going off, and Chip and Dale say, Guys, the Data is being hacked from the outside! Yeah, this is... Any guesses? Who, like, who the hacker is? Yeah. Who would be hacking the journal? Um... From Classic the, questions that Kingdom Hearts forces you to ask. From the outside. Who is the hacker who's trying to hack Jiminy Cricket's journal? Who is the hacker trying to hack Jiminy Cricket? I hope it's Pete. I hope it's Pete. <laughs> Please be Pete. Please be Hacker Pete. You know, it's funny. Uh, we we haven't recorded it yet, but we watched an episode of Doctor Who uh, this week where uh, the 11th Doctor's companion, Clara... Uh, for reasons that aren't worth explaining, ends up becoming a master hacker. So I'm just imagining her classic quote from that episode in Pete's voice. <laughs> I have insane hacking skills. <laughs> I'm I'm Captain Hack. 
<laughs> Captain Justice, the white hat, and Captain Dark, the black hat. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I, I, I honestly have no guesses um, because I don't know who the fuck would still be around to be hacking them other than like Pete and Maleficent, maybe. Um, what happened to Pete at the end of Kingdom Hearts 2 anyway? disappear i mean he kind of i don't went think off. we saw him after he and maleficent like held back the heartless yeah and i think that was the last time we saw him yeah maleficent like a did like a big attack and then disappeared hmm. that was outside of radiant garden it was we, oh, saw, them we saw them again. later we saw them later yeah yeah i think i think they did just go like we're gonna fight the heartless off so you go fight it i don't think we saw them after that because sora killed all the organization 13 people so, yeah, I don't know who the hell could be hacking them, other than Pete. The MCP? Yeah, it could be the Pete. MC Pete? Could be, could be Pete, or it could be, maybe it's Chip and Dale trying to help them, and they're just fighting it. <laughs> but Chip and Dale are the ones who said, guys, oh no, the data's being hacked. Oh, you're right, never mind. Shit, I don't know. By us. By us, we're doing it. Uh, they lose contact with Chip and Dale, though, and Riku says they've been disconnected from the outside world, but... They should be able to link back if they clear out all the bugs. And everyone is really sad, but Sora's like, don't worry, guys. I'll go bash the bugs for you. And Mickey's like, Sora, we owe you. And Sora, Sora says, who's keeping score? We're all friends, right? And I think that that's cute. He's a good little boy. And that's where we're stopping for today. Yeah. I had, you know what? I will say that last scene is more fun. Yeah, that part's good. The rest of it, I'm I mean, I'm still I also hate the computer in the computer. I'm not sure because I think it's weird that the computer is in the computer, but it does the same stuff the computer outside the computer does. And it still works. Yeah, it still works. But it doesn't do what you would maybe think it would do, which is like have like a second simulation one layer down that it's looking at. It's just it's just looking at the same simulation. On the inside. Data, data, Sora. Yeah, right. Well, that's... Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> that's the way my brain works. That's how I think it should work, but it doesn't. Whoa, it's like a journal within a journal. Right. I mean, that would be... I mean, this is nuts. That would be... Nuts, nuts. I'm glad Nomura never heard me say that, because that's what would happen <laughs> if you did. That'll be in Kingdom Hearts re-recoded. <laughs> re-recoded. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, next time we're going to be doing another another two Disney worlds and then one more non-Disney world. We got Olympus Coliseum, Agrabah, and Hollow Bastion hmm. next time. Okay. I remember the way that I split it up. I think that episodes three and four are going to be good. Okay. I think. Because <laughs> I remember being really, really interested in what was happening at the very end and pretty interested in what was happening before that. So your mileage may vary next time, but I think that we'll have a good time with the third and fourth episodes. We are going to be doing four episodes of this game. I think I said last time that we might knock it out in one, but there's way more going on here than I <laughs> than I was bargaining for. Yeah, I mean, this, it isn't just a rehash of, of an earlier game. It is mm-hmm. definitely doing its own thing. Yeah, I will say... I think I remember Olympus Coliseum being kind of interesting. I have absolutely no memory of what happens in Agrabah, so we'll see if that's any good. I feel like I usually am so checked out of Agrabah in these games. It's been consistently kind of bad. Yeah. I think a big part of it is that they have a fake genie, and it sucks. Yeah. So, hopefully genie won't be in it. Um, But, 
Yeah. Uh, what, do, what do we do next? Questions or do we do uh, Wish Us Duck? Uh, I don't know. However you want to do it. Um, I suppose this is Wish Us Duck. I suppose this is Wish Us Duck. The segment where we try to sound like Donald Duck. I mean, there's so many great poems this week that Donald could read. That's true. Yeah. I I mean, it should probably be the hurting will be mended when you return to end it, which seems really Fair hard enough. to say in a Donald Duck voice. I know, right? But here we go. Yeah. <laughs> That was a good one. That was one of my better ones, I think. Yeah. Uh, hopefully I can do the same thing. We'll see. <laughs> okay. Hold on. I'll do that one more time. That wasn't bad. No. Oh God! Uh, that was Donald dying as he said it. Obviously, yeah that that one got pretty tortured at the end. There. It did a little bit. Yeah, that's that's what the journal is talking about. We need to end Donald's oh, hurting. He's in the hurting. Oh God! My my agony will be ended when you come and finish me off. Please kill Data Please. Donald. We gotta kill Data Donald. He deserves it more than Pete. Oh man, yeah. Um, all right. Well, we did get some questions from our fans this week. Or Yeah, I also did remember that I, I want to start doing a weekly Kingdom Hearts fan and wiki. It doesn't need to be long, but it does need to be weekly. Oh, okay. You got one for us this week? No. Okay, good. I, I literally just remembered that I wanted to do that. Cool. Well, we definitely found a good one last week, so I could probably do some stuff from that one. Oh, that's right. Um, uh, yeah, so I... Uh, Got got a couple questions this week. I'll start with Ingrid's question from from co-host, which is um, Ingrid says, "My question: Why is recoded?" But I assume the podcast will try to find the answer to that question. Um, and to that, I say I don't think I know yet. Um, <laughs> other, uh, the only the only why I can think of right now is to do something about the Vank nominee thing in the German journal. Yeah, I mean, one of the things that's the most upsetting to me about this game is knowing that Nomura has said that part of their goal in making this game was to have an entry point for new fans. What? How what the dare f- you? What the fuck? Who could enter on this? What are you talking about? That's fucking insane. Like, you can kind of understand that with, like, I understood the argument for Chain of Memories. Which is like, these people didn't play Kingdom Hearts 1, and so they're kind of going to get that. It wasn't exactly right there either, but it made more sense there. It doesn't make, that makes no sense here. No, not at all. They, they just talk about, is it an organization member, without telling you what that means. Sorry, I just found a great picture on Kingdom Hearts fan. <laughs> I understand. Um, okay, well, yeah. But, uh, yeah, why is Recoded, I think, is to, to finally... Put a pin in Bank Nominee. That's why I think. And Sam knows the real answer, but that's my answer. Yeah, the plot will start happening in uh, probably episode four. <laughs> okay. Uh, great. Oh, that was you... when I woke up in my original viewing. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Uh, uh, we also got a couple other questions. Um, uh, Morg asked, do you think Coded could be made in 2023? After a lot of tech optimism has been fucking wrecked. Um, hmm. What do you think about that? 
I mean, the first of all, I, I disagree with the premise that tech optimism has been wrecked. I think that we are in a uh, an echo chamber yeah. where we think that tech is bad. I think that people broadly are like so psyched about tech. I people right people, now. People I work with all the time are just like, yeah, look at this thing I got off ChatGPT, and I go, oh, that fucking sucks. But yeah, cool. Thanks. Right. If there was if there was no optimism about tech right now, like Amazon wouldn't be the biggest fucking company in the world. Uh, I mean, uh, various other depressing things that I'm not going to bother listing. Uh, the- I think the real reason this game wouldn't be made now is because. Sad to say, it really feels like Kingdom Hearts has shifted away. Sad to say, do I really feel this way? There was a time when Kingdom Hearts would be numbered titles for consoles, and then in between, they would have smaller side games, usually on handheld systems. But now, it's all either a main series game or a live service gotcha game. And that is depressing. And I didn't like the way that they did Kingdom Hearts in the first place. But I think it's hard to argue that what they're doing now isn't worse. Yeah, I agree. That being said, I'm very excited for Missing Link because I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah, I think that... Yeah, I don't think tech optimism has anything has anything to do with it. Um, but I think proximity to the Matrix has something to do with it. <laughs> um... Uh, uh, when did Inception come out? Um, well, probably around this time, I would think. Uh, 2010, so like three years after this. Okay, so they were ripping off Kingdom Hearts coded. Got it. Yep, that's right. Um, Skeeps asks, what would you do if your data escaped your computer and showed up at your house? Um, well, hopefully it's Baldur's Gate 3 and I'll keep playing it. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, well, most of my data is either video games or Audacity projects. Um, Yeah, or we could just have a chill time. And then I would tell my data <laughs> to go off and do the job I don't want to do. <laughs> I'm, okay, I'm trying to really imagine it. Yeah, okay. Right now, a version of me bursts through my door and says, hey, I'm you, but made of your data. I think I would say that's awesome. Let's go play Spirit Island. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, I, <laughs> I'd have no choice but to murder myself. I think <laughs> I've got so many board games that I that I never play. Oh, that's true. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, can I get like five more of you to play board games? No one will play with me. <laughs> That'd be nice. Oh, yeah, this is perfect. I've I've been wanting to try out the King's Dilemma. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I normally can't find the time to play Twilight Imperium, but we could actually split it over a couple days. That'd be cool. <laughs> this actually sounds like a pretty sweet deal. Yeah, it's good, actually. I won't kill them. I remember way back when, uh, when I was, I must have been in high school at the time, and I was a Cracked.com obsessive. Hell yeah. And there was a Cracked writer, Daniel O'Brien, who wrote an article that was like, I it was basically positing that if you met your clone, your doppelganger who has all your memories, etc., you would ultimately either fight them or fuck them. Hmm. And I don't really remember what his argument was, so I'm not going to try to lay it out here because I don't remember, but I think what I'm realizing is that the truth of it is I would absolutely play board games with him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Although that might lead to me fighting myself. 
Well, so that's why Spirit Island would be so great. It's a cooperative game. That doesn't help. You can still be mad at someone in a cooperative game. That's true, but it's me, so I know that he's making all the right decisions. Yeah, but then when he doesn't, you're going to be even more angry. Well, I can't be, because if if he did it, then I would have done it. Maybe, but this is a data version of you that doesn't have all of your experiences, so who knows? Like, would you well, from th- would, then I'll, would, you, I'll... Would, you, would you would you from three years ago make all the right board game decisions? I, not not with all the board game knowledge <laughs> you have now. I didn't know this is my Kingdom Hearts one self. That's well, yeah. I mean, it's got to be the same. <laughs> oh, so this is me from all of my posts, right? Which is I would kill him. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Achilles Healy's asks: Is all of the computer stuff going to be this bad? Uh, what do you think, Sam? No. And I say, I hope not, Achilles Healy's. I think, again, I think this is a big part of why I had a good time this time. Eventually, you'll be sort of beaten into submission, and you'll just accept that this is happening, and you'll stop caring. Well, that is the Kingdom Hearts experience. That, that's-, <laughs> that's right. So, like, there's a lot of Kingdom Hearts data stuff uh, going forward, and... I I still wouldn't say that I like that it's in the games, but I'm just kind of over it at this point, so I'm just like, whatever. I'm along for the ride. You got me. <sighs> yeah, we'll see. If Mime I... nobodies are high-ranking nobodies engineered from creepers using the element <sighs> of illusion. Oh, my... They serve Jano, who'd collaborated with Dr. Cider to create them. Dr. Cider? What's that from? <laughs> Dr. Cider. Uh, oh, the, uh, Dr. Johann Seider is a renowned mathematician and was commissioned by the League of Abstraction to describe the patterns of Heartless and Nobodies mathematically. He is one of the leading scientists in the Department of Abstract Anatomy and Ecology. Now, hold on. Yeah, what? He is a mathematician who leads the Department of Anatomy and Ecology. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Yo, there's formulas. <laughs> uh... You gotta see this. The Heartless Respawn Equation, T equals M times negative D over L. Oh. T equals the time in days taken between the Heartless death and reformation. M equals the Heartless's mass. Negative D over L is the ratio of darkness and light in the subject's heart measured in globs. (laughs) (laughs) A glob is a unit used to measure darkness and light, equal to the minimum amount of darkness necessary to form a glob of pure darkness, hence the name. Now, hold on. Oh. A glob is how much is necessary for a glob. I mean, uh, yeah, that's a that's a tautology, and it makes sense. This is descri- defined as the weight of the smallest ever created glob, which is kept inside of a vault in his laboratory, and weighs approximately two point six seven five kilograms. Right, it's like the kilogram, right? The the little the little chunk or the pound or whatever. Isn't that isn't that a thing? Yeah, yeah. The term globular ratio. <laughs> The term yeah. globular ratio refers to this measurement. Wow, did you see the nobody type formula? Oh, the nobody. Oh, my God. Yeah. I don't even know how to read this. Well, B they sub- just, for some reason, they couldn't write just like B, B sub one. Oh, it's supposed to be subscript. Yeah, it's just subscript, but it, yeah. It's like, what is that? Yeah, it's B1 minus B2 equals R times M over B2. Oh, so this is the formula that determines whether somebody is, like, a guy nobody. Yep. Oh, my God. The globular ratio gets you there. This is great. I love this. This is really great. Oh, appearance, Einstein. (laughs) (laughs) He 
fuck, I love this website. Why were we not doing this this whole time? Yeah, we should have been. You made me realize I want to search the Minecraft wiki for um, Kingdom Hearts. I haven't found anything yet, though. I'll keep looking. The mime stats are equal to that of their enemies. Hmm. Makes sense. Oh, no, no Kingdom Hearts on there here. I just found... Just a just some just I just found some Minecraft fan stuff. That's a different podcast. Anyway, all right. Now this is interesting. What's that? Zano, you may <laughs> This article is about the character. You may be looking for the user. Hmm. Hmm. Tron. Hmm. Tron. I hope it's Tron. Oh, Zano is a, another friend of Troy's Nixetien. <laughs> oh, oh, oh god, it's all I coming together. I forgot about Troy's Nixetien. <laughs> Oh, man. I think my favorite thing about this website is quotes. Um, uh-huh. I found some quotes for Alexander, who is the silver commander of the League of, League of, of, of Abstraction. Uh-huh. He's got quotes such as, You call yourself a nobody? If I could feel, I would be outraged. <laughs> no, 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 no. It was you, you damn grueling traitor. Sano, shortly before attacking Roxas, enraged. Hmph, fine. Waste your talents if you must, but put yourself to use and create a new class of nobodies for me! Giving Zano the assignment of creating the mime nobodies, and that's a link, so I gotta click on that. <laughs> oh yeah, I was, I was just reading the mime nobodies. That's a good photo. That's As a good with the other members of La, La Lute Pour something, he dresses in the black blazer. He dresses in the black blazer. Well, this is good. I'm glad to be back here. Yeah. I think I'm satisfied for now, though. Okay, fine. Unless you've got something else that's good. No, no, I'm just looking at mime nobodies. Um, <laughs> oh my god. The mime's baggy clown-like <laughs> legs severely contrast his thin body and arms. Most of the body is colored in traditional mime stripes. <laughs> Anyway. Sorry, at the top of Zano's uh, article, it's X-A-H-N-O, if that's not apparent, because how would it be? That's a good try. There's too. a little wiki info box that says, I trust you know what you need to do. What do you have to give? And then there's a broken link to Marluxia Shocked Sprite PNG. Yeah. <laughs> and then it says, this article is in need of more information. Help improve it by adding in what you know, or look at the request below for specific details. The article is lacking information on Le Lute Pour Presque and journal entries. Oh, yeah. So I'm just going to log on to this person's OC, who is definitely a self-insert, and be like, Oh, well, day 45, I was... <laughs> I mean... Ack! Wha, what the... Jano, upon being impaled by Zemnis. I mean, if you have no idea how old this article is, it may have been left behind at this point. Uh, it usually says, or maybe maybe it doesn't do that on, maybe it doesn't do that on Fan and Wiki. I don't think it does. I do notice that Zano was born in 1995, which sounds about right for somebody that's writing on this wiki. <laughs> uh, yeah, last edited 2011. Yeah. I think that's probably good for today. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Great to be back. I look forward to looking at this more. It seems like it's entirely possible that uh, there is only so much to it. So we'll see how quickly we run out. Yeah, I mean, I'm already I'm already running low, but um, but we'll we'll see how it goes. We'll we'll milk this until it's dry. We are on co-host. It sounds about light. I'm on co-host at Positive Stress, and you can listen to my other podcast. 
Doctor, huh? A random order of Doctor Who podcast, where I think when this goes up, we will already have done our episode on The Bells of St. John, where Clara becomes an insane hacker. Nice. What will we watch after that? I don't know yet. We haven't recorded that episode yet. <laughs> I am on co-host at Achilles Heelys. I forgot what I was saying. Uh, and I'm also on the F plus sometimes, and I'm also on extra credit sometimes. I haven't, I forget to shout that out sometimes, but yeah, listen to extra credit as well. There is a new extra credit that I'm on. It is about semen retention. Yeah, I haven't, I need to get, I need to listen to it. I haven't gotten into it yet. It's not what I thought it would be. Oh. It's not no fap. Right. It's, it's a lot of like, like mysticism and a lot of like cultural appropriation and a lot of infighting. <laughs> huh. That is different than I expected. Okay. It's a it's a subreddit where basically everyone is mad at everybody else. <laughs> at all times. For every reason. Yay. Uh, we're hosted on a noise space where you can listen to other podcasts such as Video Game the Movie the Podcast and Pod of Greed and... Special grade snacks and more. Well, this is this is very sad because this is the first time in a while that Xehanort is nowhere to be found. Oh yeah. Oh, and we're so not. So we're gonna have to pick up the slack without him. That's true. Which is exactly what we always do anyway. That's <laughs> as right. It turns out. Right. Yeah, we're 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 each gonna say it uh, ten times. No. <laughs> <laughs> so un- until we see him again. Keyblade. Keyblade. That one was bad. What? Nope, bye. I'm ashamed of myself. It's alright. Bye. Bye. Hmm. Isn't there something else we can try? Gorsh! Maybe if we could get in there somehow and fix the data, we could figure out what's wrong. Hey! That's it! We could look for somebody already in the journal and ask them to explore the world and repair the data. That's a great idea, Goofy! Somebody to explore the data from the inside. And I think we know just the guy to do it. Am I right, fellas?